This is Yep, I Did That with Amanda and Jonna. Jonna and this is yep, yep I, I did, did that <laughs> that was poor harmony I tried to change it <laughs> and I stayed where we always stay we should try that again okay yep, yep I, I did, did that, that. <laughs> okay so this is yep I did that fifth podcast fourth podcast fourth or fifth we're getting up there we're getting That's we're sad that we pro. don't even know and it's still in single digits <laughs> That's all right. It's okay. We'll celebrate when we get to like 10. Yes. I feel like that's a celebration. I think so too. Double digits. Yeah. Um, and just for anyone who's first time listening, this is a podcast of us talking about different health aspects of everything that we've done, either like tried and it didn't work out from eating to hair to just... Tons of yeah. different things. Basically all the crazy stuff you've seen on Pinterest that is like the fix it for everything or yes. the ultimate healing thing Yes, that we've tried, mainly I've tried, Yes, and then Amanda has all the science behind Yes, why it does or doesn't work. Yes. I would say I'm a dietitian who tries to keep it real, but still has a level of like, I want to try these things out and see what happens. Yeah. And then know why or why it didn't work. So we're here to help you so you don't have to go through some of the turmoil that we have had to go through. Exactly. Yeah. It's a special day for you. It's my four-year anniversary today. You're spending it talking about eating spending habits. Spending it talking to you. <laughs> Mainly just Jonna because that's who I'm staring at. But uh, yeah, I'm four years. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah thank you. Um, and so because of... The fact that we we're doing this, I had to get like semi ready so we could go to dinner later. And right before we came, I completely for or I came, I completely forgot that I had just put like dry shampoo in my hair and I like shook my hair that like with good. my hands. Thanks. Thanks. Dry shampoo and curled. I actually <laughs> did it. Um, and then something was on my contact and I like took it out and I like cleaned it and I put it back in and it was the most searing pain <laughs> I have ever felt in my whole life. What was on your hands? Dry shampoo. Oh, cornstarch. Yeah, it just was burning. I oh, like it was it's the chemicals able. in the dry shampoo that you're avoiding. No, cornstarch. <laughs> yes. Well, no, this one is like all like super clean. There's still stuff in it, but yeah. like the main stuff is like it's a really clean one. But um, still, like it was just stuff. And then I'd like had face lotion on my hand, and then uh. the dry shampoo. And I finally opened my eye and it was just like red, like not just bloodshot, like red. And so I was just stomping in pain, hoping that Kyle would hear me to be like, are you dying? But he never came back. He heard it and he just didn't care. He's, He's just like, like, she'll tell me if she, it's bad enough. She'll scream if something's yeah. going on. Right. Um, yeah. And so that's why I was late. And then also I couldn't find the one like eyeshadow palette that I have. <laughs> And it's always been in the same drawer and it's just magically gone. Like I think someone came into my house for that one. Just came palette. to steal my naked that is eyeshadow a, palette. A good palette though. And it's original naked wow. eyeshadow palette. Um, and I don't know where it is. Like 
I obviously it's sad that I don't know where it is because that means I have not worn eyeshadow in that long. But I just started wearing eyeshadow. I'm not wearing it right now, but I just started wearing it again. Yeah. In like the first time in a year. See, I feel like that's kind of like how it's been for me. Maybe like a year ago at my anniversary, I wore eyeshadow. Yep. No, I think I wore some for my showers. You did. For like my baby showers. Yeah. So I was like, I have to look good. For all these pictures. And you did. I don't know where it is. I'm sorry to hear that. Rest in peace. R.I.P. R.I.P. Naked eyeshadow palette. That will be replaced with something from Walgreens. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or if I like save up my dollars, maybe I'll get like a beauty counter palette or like a Glossier palette or something. Do they have palettes? No, I don't think they do. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. I should look. Yeah. I tried their moisturizer. I liked it. Nice. Yeah. Plug. Uh, yeah. And if you want to get some, our friend Savannah is an ambassador for them. We so. can tag her. Yeah. On social media. Um. So go through her. She's awesome. All right. And now let's get into this. Today we're talking about eating habits. Which is obviously a little bit more of my passion and repertoire as I'm a dietitian. So I asked Jonna if we could talk about this today. Yes, because I didn't feel like I had much to say about this, but I'm really interested to hear about your journey in eating habits. And I feel like we should start off with how did you become a dietitian? <laughs> um, so I have like gone through a lot of stuff, but basically I, since I was a kid, wanted to be a doctor and I always thought, oh, I'm going to be a surgeon. Like high school, Not everyone was like, being a surgeon, right? It's just, that's what I wanted to be all the, like growing up, but no other goal in my life. So whenever I went to school, I was like, okay, I'm going to be a doctor. So I'm pre-med. And then I took biology and it was this man named Dr. Deeney. At Texas Tech University. (laughs) And he, like the first day of class, he like prided himself in the fact that he was like, half of you are going to be gone by the end of the year. This is a weed out class. So I'm not going to care about you. And you're a number to me. And so you had like a manila folder with a number on it that if you wanted to ask a question or like answer a question, you just have to lift up this manila folder. It was like stranger things. Right? It kind of was. <laughs> um, and I like knew the information, but that at that time, like I had no idea how to take like an application test. So like all the answers were correct. You had to choose the best answer. Um, or there was an essay test and I never signed up early to take like only 15 people got to take like the essay test or something where you got like at least partial credit versus one just being wrong. Mm -hmm. And so um, by the middle of that, I became one of those numbers that had to drop the class. (laughs) And I saw him in my lab and I was like, I would just like to thank you for a very challenging class. But I'm going to have to withdraw. And he's like, you're the first person that's thanked me before (laughs) dropping my class. Um, And then at that point, I had gone through a lot of stuff, which we'll talk about just all my eating things um, that I was interested in. And my friend at the time was a nutrition major. And I was like, I think I could be good at that. It's still within like the science realm. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I was like, okay, I'm just going to change to nutrition. And it worked out and it became like 
just second and how nature. Much school did you do for that? So four years of undergrad, and then after that, you have to apply to a dietetic internship, and that is like mine was twelve hundred hours unpaid. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a year, and then you're taking grad school classes while you're doing that, and then I then you can take like your national exam for just the RD. That's all you have to do. Like that's all a lot the requirements. Still. It's still a lot. It's, yeah. It's five years of your life. Less and than then medical school though. It's very true. <laughs> and then I went on though and continued to like get my master's and that took me like another two years. Yay. Yeah. So a total of like eight years, seven years. So you know what you're talking about. Just kind of. She's you not know? just a pretty face, guys. <laughs> oh, thanks. Thanks. She backs that up. I back it up with science yeah. and letters behind my name. <laughs> yeah. You're not just a number. I'm not just a number. I have letters. <laughs> God, Jenna. Okay. Well, for eating habits, would it be in like, how about we start at the beginning? Okay. Right? Yeah. So why I for sure wanted to talk about it because I've done some stupid stuff, but also like just women in general, we are told so many different things from a very young age. And so I just wanted to like get out in the open, like the statistics of how many women are currently dieting or have like done certain things. Um, And 66% of Americans are currently on a diet, which equals like 108 million people. Wow. um, Which is a lot of people. And after losing weight within five years, most will have gained it back, plus some, and you never lose that. Um, And young girls who diet, so anyone who is like prepubescent to like early teens, Mm -hmm. um, they are more likely to develop eating disorders and they'll be heavier as an adult versus like anyone who had really healthy eating habits in their teen years. Is that because they mess with their metabolism or is that because that's it's because just- it kind of just starts the cycle where okay. it's like this like yo-yo thing, but it for sure probably like more research would probably need to like look into this, like to right. see if it alters your genetic makeup or your DNA. Cause you're still growing at that right. point or metabolism or it messes up your mitochondria. Do you know but the per- did you say the percentage of like young girls that are dieting? I like, I tried to look it up specifically, but I listened to a Ted talk about a woman who was talking about our brain chemistry and she kind of brought this up. And I think it's like close to like 60 to 80% of girls that are age 13 and like around that age have done some sort of diet. That is crazy. I do know people yeah. that did diet when they were little, like from a young age. Yeah. And it's just scary that that's kind of like the mentality that we've been like put on us. Yeah. From like Twiggy. It, yes, exactly. Like, and it may not be our parents. It's like other kids or it's society. social media, society, like everything. And yeah. we didn't have half of the stuff that is now. like being exposed to now, but we still had those like innate pressures right. inside of us to do something. Like, I remember in the sixth grade, I looked at my legs in um, these shorts I was wearing and I was like, they're that and I was like who thinks that at sixth grade at sixth grade I was 12 and it's just the culture I don't know if it's because I heard my mom saying that she thought she was fat or 
like what, what it, was. it was, but it's kids just are innately mean in us. too. Oh, for sure. Kids bully each other, so and who knows? I never was picked on for my weight, but I think I saw other people it's get picked on. Because you've been this size your whole life. I did go through a chubby phase, which we'll talk about. <laughs> okay. Continue <laughs> um, with your statistics. Yeah. So. And so that's kind of the main things. And then um, it's just the fact that like the earlier you start, the heavier you'll be as like an adult hmm. because it's starting disordered eating from the beginning. And because okay. every time you lose, you always gain it back plus some. Okay. There's always like this ebb and flow or not even ebb and flow. It's just bad and bad. Yeah. Essentially. Um, and it's like a term called yo-yo dieting. That's like what we in the dietetic we diet world. get to the weight you want to be and then you just gain it all right back. And then you lose and you have it again. to diet. Mm-hmm. And you're never going to be satisfied. And why like diets don't work. Like right now I feel like we're finally going into a no diet culture mm-hmm. where people are like, we don't want to diet. I read this entire Times article about how Weight Watchers – which has been like the tried and true was losing people coming in. And it's because they're like, we don't want a diet. We don't want whatever. And so it's now changing how like people now that are like diet companies or diet products or that were always associated with that before are now having to change their language Mm -hmm. to like, it's a wellness thing or it's a whatever thing because that's kind of the way the like we're going, which is great. Um, I still don't think that all these things need to be in existence because they still technically don't work. Weight Watchers is one of the ones that has had success. Um, The American Academy of Dietetics like supports it. But um, because dietitians were like on staff supporting like being the head of most of it to start. Um, But even with that, like diets proven don't work because they're not lasting it's going to like change you. You're not going to be able to keep it. And right. It's just going to keep going. So that's why I really wanted to talk about my journey and then just like where we can go to make it like be the healthiest, best that we could be for uh, moving forward. And um, so my eating history, I always ate pretty like, okay, fine. Like growing up, my parents, I ate fish, I ate chicken, I ate it mm-hmm. all. Um, and I think the first time I decided to try something was in high school uh, because I to was on try the diet. like a diet. Yes. Like uh-huh. trying to like do something to lose weight mm-hmm. was in high school um, because I was on the dance team and our coach told us that some of us were getting a little pudgy. That's so messed up. <laughs> Parents got real pissed. Yeah. Um, because we were like selling candy bars for like <laughs> things, but most of the girls were just eating them, which I ate all the Carmelos. I totally I get it. And, um, and so I think that that was one of the first things. And so me and my friend Kit, which is a boy, Kit McLaughlin, we went and bought uh, Fahrenheit 911 or Hydroxy Cut. Do you remember oh, those? Yeah. Um, and it was after they had already, like, taken out the ephedrine and, like, all that stuff. So it, was, mm-hmm. it wasn't, like, horrible, but it didn't work for sure. But my mom found it. And I remember, like, anytime, like, tension happens, like, first of all, I laugh. And then I run away. Like, I don't <laughs> want to be a part of it. And so I knew she found it. And I started laughing. And I ran to my room and slammed the door and locked it. And my mom came down and was just like, 
banging on the door and she was like let me in now this is not okay yeah <laughs> so i stopped doing that um, good job, and then Jackie. I think, yeah, good job, Jackie. Thank you for uh, intervening. Doing that. And then I think at that point too, my cousin was an organic chemist, and so that was the first time like organic stuff was kind of coming about to That's become popular. Really early for you to get on that train. No, so I like tried to, but it was mainly like college. Whenever I got into that, uh-huh. but the mentality behind it was not for any sort of nutritional benefit. In the sense of like nutrients or for like sustainability, it was that I literally thought organic meant you would lose weight uh, if you ate it. As like a 17 year old, you right. like didn't don't do any research. You're like, oh my gosh, yeah, this is organic ice cream. I can eat it. <laughs> it's good for you. It's good for you. Um, and so I think that kind of transitioned into like college. So I wasn't doing anything crazy just eating like I would work out still dancing whatever then college came definitely gained some weight because I was was in drinking and sorry Jackie (laughs) and Stan um I was also drinking in high school but that's okay that we don't have to talk that might not have been the Carmelo it wasn't until I got into a car accident and then after that like and I couldn't dance my junior year and I was like f this shit I'm like (laughs) Done. I'm going to drink. Get me a beer. Get me a Miller Give Light. me that Smirnoff ice. <laughs> I'll drink it. <laughs> That's pretty much my mentality. And so then. It was you against the world. It was me against the world. And I had a pity party of one. And I drank with my Smirnoff ices. And I was fine. Or raspberry vodka, which I cannot ever drink oh, again. Oh, gosh. Oh. Yeah. Um, but definitely college. And the in our dorms, they had Fruity Pebble Rice Krispie Treats. Yum. That I ate a lot. Um, And so at Christmas break, this is, (laughs) I came home and this girl that I like went to high school with, she like got super skinny. And I was like, what did you do? And she's like, I just didn't eat after 6 p.m. And I was like, okay, so that's what I'm going to do. So I went back and I like, me and my roommate Jill, we were both from Farmington. We like didn't eat after six PM. Like we like held each other accountable. And then like two weeks later, out of, like into us doing this, we found out that my friend got pulled over and she had cocaine in yeah. her car. And that's so why that's she got what she was doing. <laughs> that is not an endorsement for cocaine. No, don't do cocaine. But it was just hilarious that she you was were like, trying, like you were yeah, dedicated. I was like dedicated to the don't eat after six p.m. And she was like, "No, I'm just doing cocaine," <laughs> but couldn't tell me. So she was like, "I just don't eat after six Well, hopefully she's not doing that anymore. I don't think she is. Okay. She's like real healthy, like has a business and okay. does her thing. We won't say names. Um, no. <laughs> Not for that. I mean, she got in trouble. So, um, and then after that, Jill, my roommate and I, we were like, okay, so obviously that doesn't work. So what can we do to like curb our appetite? And so we decided that we would buy a pack of cigarettes. Oh, I didn't know this about you. (laughs) So we could smoke in order to make ourselves like not hungry because like smokers, it like curbs your appetite. And that's like whenever you quit smoking, you gain like a ton of weight because you are hungry yes and so we tried that and we had that one pack of cigarettes for so long like <laughs> i'm glad that you guys just didn't. couldn't do it it was like camels or a parliaments <laughs> oh, or something it wasn't even the cool kind 
Parliaments were the ones that, like most people smoked uh, uh, in Lubbock, Texas at the time. But which is I the cream just, of the crop? Cream of the crop, right there. <laughs> Duh. Uh, but I just like could not keep doing it. We would go outside, and I was like, "Are you enjoying this?" And she was like, "No." <laughs> All right. So that so, was not the key. That also didn't work. Um, and then. I was one of those statistics that also, like, because I started stuff younger, I had issues, control stuff. Like, I did have an eating disorder, like, through most of this mm-hmm. um, and got help for all of that. And it's much better now. And, like, becoming, mm-hmm. like, nutrition major actually helped a lot. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people who go into the nutrition field have had some sort of eating disorder because... They're looking to help other people that have dealt with it. What would your definition of an eating disorder be? Like, tell me some examples of eating disorders, because I'm just curious to know, like, are there eating disorders that go the opposite direction? Like no food, lots of food. Like, What does that scale look like? So there's anorexia, which is no food, bulimia. You're usually like purging um, or just like binging and purging in general, which could be like not throwing up. You're exercising or doing other things to get it out and then all the way to like just binging Mm -hmm. um that's just you can't control what you're you're eating Mm -hmm. um and that's it's all like psychological so most Mm -hmm. of it has to deal with the fact that like things around you like mine started primarily after I got into that car accident like Mm -hmm. I lost control of something that I wanted so bad and then that's the only way I felt that like I could be in charge of my own life because everything got taken away from me. So food was food. how you controlled. Food was how I like was able to control Something. how I felt. Yeah. Um, and I it was definitely not doing it for like weight reasons because I was not super skinny. Uh-huh. I was not like whatever. It was mainly just because like I was just felt so out of control. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, it, there's a huge range. And then like disordered eating is just where it's like you're just have a really poor idea of how it should be. And like you're eating to, and you're not getting all those nutrients that you need, like of all the different food groups. So it's like disordered or you're not eating at all the times or whatever. Like there's a whole range. Yeah. And probably a lot of people, I'm guessing, have in their past or currently have an eating disorder that they don't even recognize in themselves. For sure. I mean, realize or yeah. are teetering on that. I know I recently was with a large group of women and the question was asked, like, raise your hand or step mm-hmm. forward if you've struggled with an eating disorder. And there was like a decent amount of women who stepped forward. So I think that's probably way more. Com- if you don't struggle with that, it's probably way more common than you think. Yeah. Oh, uh, or even if you are struggling with it, you're not alone because there's so it's just so prevalent. It really is. And I think that that's like one thing to remember that, like, you're not alone and things can get better. And if you are like, just know that, like, be sensitive to all this eating stuff, especially for women, because it's so prevalent. You never know, like, who's struggling, who's struggling with what. And so that's why it's so important for us to get into just a culture of living well mm-hmm. so that it's never like a pressure on yeah. anyone anymore eating you know exactly and eating for like exactly eating just for health 
versus eating for a number, eating for the way you look, eating for a dress size, eating for right all the things that like it's been put in our heads from the beginning to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was where I decided like I'm going to become a dietitian or do nutrition. And then down the line, I became a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. And that's been going on for a long time. 11 years. It's insane. I yeah. Love meat. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't miss it ever. Would you say you knew you had an eating disorder going into being a dietitian? Yes. That is so interesting. Mm-hmm. I was already on the like other side. Okay. Where there was still some like issues sometimes would like flare up. Yeah. But I was on the side of my family knew I had been to therapy. Right. Um, that's whenever I was like, I want to be healthy. helpful and a healthy. Yeah. yeah. And get to the point where like, this isn't something that controls me. Good for you. Thanks. <laughs> it, it took a lot. I mean, and it's grace of yeah. God that I was able to like not be as bad mm-hmm. as it could have been. Um, like you got help in time. Yeah, for sure. And my sister Megan was one that like if told her it broke down. And then she tried to like tell my parents and they're like in denial that anything was wrong. They're uh-huh. like, no, she, that's not right. Nothing's wrong with her. Because, you know, you don't want your kid like you don't yeah. want anything to be wrong with your kid. And then finally, like everyone was on the same page yeah. <laughs> and we got it taken care of. And now it's like that even my husband knows everything. So if like there's a moment where he thinks that something could cause me to flare up, he's like, are you okay? Like, how is this making you feel? Like whenever I became pregnant, there everyone was like, I was aware of it. I was like, okay, this is going to change my body. Like, how am I going to feel about right. it? And I, I'm so thankful that I was good. Yeah. So you became a vegetarian. Became a vegetarian. Because that was the cool thing to do. No. <laughs> because... <laughs> Uh, I mean, I guess it kind of was. I was on a mission trip in L.A. and oh I saw gosh. this dude. Everything about that statement right? just drives me insane. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, and this dude that was like leading the mission trip from Seattle, he was a vegetarian, and we were at this Nicaraguan restaurant, and I was like, "Your black beans and plantains look so much better than my chicken." So I'm just gonna do this. I'm gonna try it. And I came home because at that point I was the worst nutrition student. All my meals were cereal because oh, I was gosh. cheap and I was working at a coffee shop. So it was coffee and cereal. Yeah. Uh, and so I was like, I should actually care about where I'm getting my food and protein from. So now you're vegetarian. It was mainly a science project for myself to see if I could do it. You did it. I did it. And, I, it. and it's still like with a large making fun of from my family that I've still managed to stay a vegetarian <laughs> no caving good for you mm-hmm. sorry i had to take his drink uh so <laughs> what is like your kind of history of eating mine is not very interesting i would say i grew up i did eat a lot of different foods growing mm-hmm. up but we definitely also ate like a lot of fast food I wouldn't say that was like every night but yeah at least once a week i mean twice mcdonald's a week. was the, the jam thing. because yeah. It was the Hamburglar, and it was the chicken nuggets with the sweet and sour sauce. Yeah. And or the cheeseburgers with the pickles. And then, like, even in high school, like, at our we had open campus. Us, too. And McDonald's and, like, a pizza place where it was in walking distance, mm-hmm. even driving distance. Like, you, you have, like, 45 minutes, <laughs> so you're just, yeah. like, jailbreaking. Uh, so I probably ate way more fast food in high school, actually, because I would leave for lunch. Yeah. Um, 
And I don't really feel like I just like I think I ate like an average American. Like I loved I would say that I yeah. probably did. Which I mean, the average American diet is it's terrible. It's called the standard American diet, which the stands for the sad diet. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> that was you. <laughs> uh super funny story about open lunch, just real fast. Yeah. Um so one time like I was able to leave. I couldn't drive. So like we had this guy, Ryan, drive us places because he had a license. Mm-hmm. And we would always go to like my house or my friend Alana's house. And we would make food. And our parents would buy us food for all of us to eat. Um, and we were at my house this time. And his car broke down. And my mom's old van like was there. And the keys were there. And so we were like, well, we have to get back to school. So we'll take this. And... I just like did not let like it was like you're not driving my mom's van <laughs> and I had like my permit or something and so I drove and my mom found out about it because out. the van stayed with me because I had like dance practice after right and she was like how did you this get here did Ryan you why did you let Ryan drive and I was like uh because I went into and so I got grounded from going to like open lunch. open lunch but my Nana lived right by the high school and she would make us four course meals like every day for lunch. So I would just like, it was like, this is the best punishment in the whole world. Yeah. My Nana makes me food for my friends. And it was like baked mac and cheese and lemon bars or salad Yum. and all this stuff. And so I was like, this is not a punishment junkie. happens anymore. I don't think it does very, in very many places. Good old days. Good old days. <laughs> Of New Mexico and Arizona where they're like, you just go be you guys. It's probably like 48 and 49 on the (laughs) education list for America. Uh, I was thinking about that on the way over because Ellis, we've picked out what he's going to be for Halloween. Uh And uh, he's going to be a, I say it wrong every time, a nar. Not a narwhal, which I say. Narwhal. Narwhal. Thank you. Because it's a little horn. Yes. Thank you. Because. I said narwhal, and Kyle was like, "It's not a narwhal. It's not a narwhal." And I was like, "Well, it's spelt like that. <laughs> it maybe it is a narwhal, and we're all saying narwhal." Well, I if everyone else in the world is saying narwhal, it's probably that. I don't know. I have a friend from Wisconsin that says hammock, so oh. <laughs> <laughs> and like swears that's the right way to say it. She's like, "That's how it's spelled." <laughs> Okay, I'm not going to go on this story, but everyone listened to Nate Bargatze's comedy thing, the stand-ups um, on Netflix. Mm-hmm. He has a hilarious moment about hammocks and that exact pronounce- like pronunciation <laughs> of hammock and hammock. Yeah. And so like in Walmart, it's so right, funny. I need to watch Please it. go and watch it. He's the best, but I'm not going to talk <laughs> about it, but just go watch it. Um, That's super funny. Yeah. Yeah. So back to... Well, that was just my tangent. <laughs> I don't have much else to say. I feel like when do you think that like you decided to make the transition, but like from a, the sad diet to like to trying to be trying more to organic. be healthy? Yeah, probably and why? the same time that I started all this Doing other everything. stuff. Yeah, um, I feel like organic specifically probably really got kickstarted in 2014, which it actually isn't that long That's ago. That's very but it recent. It feels like I've been living that way for a while. Yeah. 2013. Probably when I found out I was pregnant with Dietrich. Okay. I was like, what am I putting in my body? Yeah. Um, and we got 
I I started researching more. That's when I started everything, kind of. Like mm-hmm. I started some stuff before that, but really when I was like, I don't want to touch anything that has chemicals in it, and I don't want to eat anything that has chemicals on it. So I would say that probably started it. Okay. And then I'll have like a moment of weakness where I'll eat fast food. But also my husband like didn't grow up eating fast food at all. So he's he guilted me hard when we got yes. married whenever I wanted fast food. Oh, Which, I wish guilt worked for Kyle. It doesn't work for Kyle. It doesn't at all. He eats like whenever we first got married for everyone who doesn't know my husband. He ate like a 12 year old little boy. When I met you, mm-hmm. well, I guess you had just gotten married. Mm hmm. What is this? Your third? Fourth. Fourth. Yeah. We just met you. Yeah. We moved three months after we got married. It's insane. Yeah. Um, But yeah, chicken nuggets, mashed potatoes, cheese, macaroni and cheese. That was his jam. Now he eats steak. Now he eats steak. (laughs) He eats asparagus sometimes. Um, He, I made this like cauliflower garbanzo bean thing the other night and he ate the garbanzo beans. He did not touch the cauliflower. (laughs) Baby steps. That's what I say. Yeah. Small wins. Small victories every day (laughs) in the parent household where the dietitian husband, like the dietitian's husband eats like shit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you gotta start somewhere. It is. It's just, it's the truth, guys. That's what happens and it's where we are. Yeah. And now back to Aaron (laughs) guilting you and you didn't eat fast food sometimes. Yeah. And every once in a while, still, I feel like we don't consider Mexican food of any type. No. Fast food. We consider Taco Bell fast food. But yes. like the like mom and pop, usually like pretty run down no. little stops on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. We're all about those in our family. Us too. But, I mean, they're definitely not organic. But no, it's all like lard. They, yeah, I don't need, I just want to pretend like it's yeah. not. It's but that's what makes it really good where you're like, this is some good fat in yeah. this stuff. The same like have you watched um the like video of Texans trying Chipotle queso? No. Do they hate it? Oh uh, yes. I actually tried it and I didn't like it. I feel like because Arizona is close enough to where they have their own version of queso mm-hmm. and it's like you like it or don't. But anyone who was not from Texas, from like the Midwest or the Liked North, it. they were like, this is so good and so fresh. And everyone was like, this is so runny and it's disgusting. We do eat Chipotle too. I eat Chipotle. But they have better ingredients. Yeah, too. it's really good, which is why Texans <laughs> probably don't like it because they're like, give me my Velveeta and Rotel. That's yeah. all I need. Thanks. That is actually the case that I grew up eating, too. Yeah, that's what I mean. And I think that once you're accustomed to Velveeta and there's Rotel, no good replacement for Velveeta. I've tried. No. It's just what it is. You just have to go without if you don't want <laughs> the process, the process, terribleness, terribleness of Velveeta. Uh, yeah. So I would, I guess like I do get on kicks like right now I'm doing the bone broth mm-hmm. and, you know, like we we could touch on fertility stuff, mm-hmm. which is why I've been doing the bone broth is because it's supposed to help um, like heal your gut and it's supposed mm-hmm. to help heal like reproductive stuff. Um, but I don't feel like I've actually like entered the world of trying really hard to have nutrition like cure infertility. Uh-huh. So we're kind of like w- waving around in there. Yeah. I was saying, I mean, there's so much stuff like just within that like realm but in any 
disease state or like issue state that you're in, there's a whole world of nutrition that could be altered to help right alleviate any of it and so it can go very deep into things that like could or couldn't work and then there's things that like are tried and true that work and so i mean the fact that like you haven't do like dived in completely yeah into it makes complete sense because there's just so much yeah and well and it's, it's a like lot already a stressful already thing mm-hmm. so it's like i already go like I'm going for this this next three months without drinking. And it's like, but I really just want to drink and I'm over this. So yes. <laughs> yes. that happens. Or like today I was like, I'm going to freaking drink this cup of coffee because I want a cup of freaking coffee and I yeah. love coffee, but I've been not drinking it. So I'm, I think I'm just like a little too rebellious, but I see, I've heard of a lot of people that have had like great results. Yeah. Well, and I think that that's like, what we can talk about like kind of transitioning into like why it's so hard is because I think that whenever stuff is like incredibly restrictive you like it's too hard to follow right like we as people are humans we are not perfect we can't do all this and like the people that can like I am very impressed by them Mm -hmm. Uh, You have to have, like, such a, like, type A personality to be able to, like, follow everything to the T. Which is not me at all. And I think it's (laughs) it it also kind of brings about, like, almost like the control stuff again Mm -hmm. where it's, like, they have, like, type A people, like, have to control, like, everything. And so it's easy for them, but it's not in a healthy way sometimes. And so I think, like, the fact that – because you could say – you having a drink is actually calming you down and relieving your stress. So like, is that going to be beneficial or is it like you continuing to be stressed and not like, and being worrying about it and being like, well, I really want it, but I can't have it. And like, yeah. So I think that this goes into like where I hope we as women can like help continue to just remember to be like in a presence of like, just eating for your health right and being mindful whenever you eat and giving yourself grace if you want a piece of chocolate have the chocolate <laughs> and then the rest of the time like choosing to like make sure that we're getting foods that are good for our bodies and we're right. balancing those hormones like there are a lot of things to be said that we could go for hours talking about and like we'll probably have a specific podcast right. down the line but like just for an overall of being like, okay, it doesn't have to be looking exactly like everyone else because it's right. never going to work out because you're different. Right. And I'm just not type A at all. So it's uh, like, I'm only type A in certain aspects Okay, we of my should life. talk about what I've eaten today and yes. then you can judge me. Okay, I'm ready. I had half an English muffin with butter on it. Because you, was it the Irish butter? It was the Irish butter. Of course. There's the... The one shining moment in my day. I ate one of my son's chicken nuggets from Trader Joe's. (laughs) This is so bad. What else did I eat? I've eaten some of the cheese wisps, like those like baked Parmesan crackers. They're really good. They're so good. Um, I've eaten an entire bag while I was pregnant. (laughs) They're really good. And some mango. That's what I've eaten today. First of all, (laughs) love. That is not enough. (laughs) I'm so busy. (laughs) That's very true. But that's whenever, like, you have to become type A a little bit of planning. For sure. Okay. And remember, like, it's, um, I heard this, 
analogy actually from Dax Shepard talking about like his marriage, but it goes like <laughs> along the lines of like taking care of yourself it's our marriage too. To food. Yeah, it's your marriage to yourself our where it's like health. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, in the airplane, whenever they're like, you have to like put your face mask on first and then the other. Yeah. It's like, you have to do that. He was talking about marriage and kids where it's like, you have to take care of your marriage first before you can like have a healthy marriage That's for your kids. That's shocking. That came from Dak Shepard. Right? It's the best. That's why I love him and Kristen Bell so much. So and it's cute. the same thing where it's like, you have to provide for yourself like mm-hmm. all these good things because then you're able to provide an example for your kids and right. be the healthiest version of yourself for your kid. Yeah, I need to get on that. You know, like, <laughs> I'll be there to help you. Okay. Um, I went grocery shopping for the first time today in a while, so... Good for you. I still had bean and cheese taquitos <laughs> for lunch because I was like, okay, that's easy. Kyle was like, I can put those in the oven for you. I was like, great, while I'm feeding my kid. <laughs> there so, you go. <laughs> yeah, so that's where, what I ate today. You know, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. See, this is where we as women are like, I'm not going to judge you on what you ate. I'm just but I am going to encourage you <laughs> to... You need some more food in there. Yeah. And maybe some vegetables. A lot more veggies. <laughs> and I do like my diet pretty much, which I feel like could be helpful to try some fertility diet stuff, is a lot of just like meat and cheese and bread and Italian. Very Italian diet. Yeah. If like a charcuterie plate is in front of you, I, I don't think that you... Thing. I'm not even saying no. like slightly like pass it up. The only time I passed it up was when I was pregnant. And one time I didn't pass it up. And then I felt so guilty that I ate the cured meat that I puked <laughs> instantly. I was like, <laughs> and then I just like went and puked. That's so sad and amazing all at the same time. And, and I've heard that story before and it still makes me laugh because I'm just like, it's just... Every like doctor would probably be like, it was fine. But it's like the guilt as the mom, you automatically already feel that you're like, I could hurt my baby. Yep. I had a breakdown like that because I didn't take a prenatal Mm -hmm. because I was like, no, I don't want to take a prenatal. I don't want fake versions of something going into me. So Mm -hmm. I just ate food Mm -hmm. and I had this one moment where I was like, I gave him neural tube defects. He's going to have spina bifida because I didn't eat. But you did that because you were being like monitored. Yes. You had your blood monitored. Yes. I had my blood monitored. I knew exactly where I was. And I even like talked about my irrational fear with my doctor. And he was like, you're fine. fine. Yeah. We're watching it. Mm -hmm. You're fine. And I know what you're eating. You know what you're eating. (laughs) Yeah. And for those of you that still take, I take a prenatal. Yeah clearly because i don't eat the right whole foods but you can get whole food prenatals yeah so exactly there's so many things out there i was just like anti taking anything and now i take so many supplements (laughs) for my breast milk that i'm like (gasps) it doesn't even matter anymore add it to the list (laughs) i'll add whatever if someone is like this could potentially like boost your breast milk i'm like oh my gosh yes like i was talking to this woman in the line at whole foods in uh woodland hills and which stupid town i didn't even have to like mention that but um and she was like oh do you like coconut water i was like i really don't i just am drinking it because someone said it helps with breast milk and she was like oh you should like what i drank um was 
oh shoot what brewer's yeast no it wasn't brewer's yeast it was like a malt beer but it was yeah. like a, is it a jewish malt beer or I like i don't know i've heard she, she so told me like a type of supermarket to go to to like get the black <laughs> non-alcoholic malt beer and Ugh. that helped and i was like that makes sense because like in this group i'm in which by the way i hate support groups on facebook but i'm a part of yeah. one for breastfeeding and someone was like, uh, this malt thing that's in like Australia, they were like, this works. And so it was just like malt. And I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. I haven't tried it though. Can you just have like a malt milkshake? What if I just ate Whoppers? Yeah. I do love malt. It's, it's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that like we have a lot of growing to do, but I'm really encouraged by like, the direction that eating habits are going in the United yeah. States right now and in general of just like people being like wanting the information, like educating themselves about mm-hmm. like why the foods work the way they do and don't. So if someone was wanting to lose weight, you would say what? I would say <laughs> so many things. I mean, it's based on individual individual person. Um, the, ideology of calories in calories out is kind of like on the way out it Mm -hmm. still has like merit but it's not just about like the number of calories it's about the quality of them um and then like exercising and doing those things to be active to burn but uh i would say the most important thing is that every meal you want to make sure that there is greens which is like all your veggies a good source of protein um, which could include chicken, beef, lentils, chickpeas, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and then fiber that is going to be like your flax seeds, your chickpeas, lentils that like have that in there. Anything that has fiber in it. Um, broccoli has fiber in it. So it doesn't always just have to be like a grain based right. um, or legume based. And then um, fat. So you want a good source of fat. So that's going to actually like help you stay full. Um, specifically those that are like long, I don't even have to go into that. Um, just like the omega three. So anything that has like omega three on it, uh, that's what you're going to be looking for. Coconut oil is good. Almond butters, anything like that. Um, olive oil, flaxseed oil, flax seeds. Mm-hmm. just making sure those things. And then as colorful as you possibly can make your meal. Um, that's like the first step. Just go for color. Go for color. Just because then you're at least like getting all the nutrients. And if you go for color, majority will be plants. Right. And like having a plant-based diet is also going to like, because most people are following the standard American diet. And if they alter one thing by adding more fruits and vegetables, primarily vegetables, as like the base of every meal, their weight will change dramatically because they haven't been introducing these things right. and it takes up calories that would have been taken up by something else. Um, so I think that those are kind of just like the general things for every meal. Look at this and make sure that like majority of your meal is vegetables. Then a little bit like a quarter of it is protein and a quarter of it is your fiber and okay. you're good. That's nice. And then not skipping meals. That's the worst thing that you could possibly do for yourself, Jonna. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> then it's like uh, you only want to eat whenever you're hungry, like being mindful. Like that's kind of like my whole theology and philosophy for food is like being a mindful eater where it's like listen to your body. Only eat whenever you're hungry. 
take your eating slow so that you actually know when you're full. Um, and then, uh, just being present and then not eating whenever you're not hungry. And then also like not extending it to, so, to the point where like you're starving. Right. Cause then you overeat. And if you skip a meal, majority of the time your next meal you overeat because you're overcompensating for the fact mm-hmm. that like you didn't eat and so you're like ravenous you're like oh my god if i just need to eat right and it's so my one meal a day. it's my one meal a day and i have to make it count <laughs> and yeah. so don't skip meals i'm not a proponent of the five small meal thing i'm That's just a lot it really is i'm just like a eat three meals and if you need a snack between because you're hungry eat one but Really, you're probably good with the three. Okay. Um, and then uh, something that I had mentioned to a friend that he was like, this is what actually like stuck with me and made it really like good was that like whenever you're making your meals and you have like those five things going on, you want to make sure that like the texture of it isn't all the same. Okay. Because then if it's not like everything is like one color or everything's like that same like mushy kind of like mm-hmm. texture after you eat, you're going to be like, I am still hungry. Like it didn't like satiate me. It didn't make me feel good. And so you just want to make sure that there's like different textures. So adding a crunch mm-hmm. to your meal. So like for your fat, you could add like flax seeds or you could add almonds or whatever mm-hmm. to a salad, to whatever dish. And just that crunch of like making your jaw work, it huh. like it like alleviates that need whenever you're done eating. So it's like you don't need... To feel like you need a something sweet or you need to eat right. something, whatever, like because it's like all about mouth feel hmm. and it's like how it it all comes together in your mouth. So it's just like one other little tip. I do love food. I do too. <laughs> That's why I can't do cleanses. I can't do which I have a whole spiel about that, but I can't drink my food. Smoothies are like the only thing I can do. Mm-hmm. And other than that, oh, I forgot I did do a smoothie thing for a while. I bought like these like tabs that my grandma like told me about and it had like a smoothie drink and you could eat toast and cottage cheese. I did that my sophomore year of college. I have terrible. just like blocked it out of my mind because it didn't work and it was expensive. But my grandma was like, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I feel like she was saying it to me because obviously she thought something was going on. Yeah. Where she's like, you need to lose some weight. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. But, uh, yeah, that's kind of eating just habits. eating habits. I know that, like, there is a lot of stuff at the end, but I think it's good to know, like, where we are and why, like, we believe the things we do and how we got to where we are. And, like, yeah. I mean, the pregnancy kind of was your catalyst of for change. Sure. And I would say, like, the groceries we keep in our house, for mm-hmm. the most part, are healthier. Yeah. We we. I try really hard to eat organic. Yeah. And there is a list that I find really helpful that's like the vegetables and fruits that are the least pesticide ridden. Yes. So I will, if I'm like trying to keep it in budget, then I'll shop for all of those things non-organic and then just go organic for the things that are like the top offenders. So maybe I'll, I'll try to find a a list of that and post it on our social. I think that that's great. And until you find that, I feel like the good rule of thumb is like, if you can peel it, it's like, that's where it's like, okay. But if you can't peel it, you have to like get organic. Yeah. Onions are something not to buy organic. 
Uh, I mean, I would imagine like that's not really like a appeal, like more like bananas, like you don't eat like oranges, those sort of things. It's not as like if you're trying to keep a budget, you're like, this isn't as like Mm -hmm. from the scientific part. That's where like most recommendations are where it's like if, if you're in a budget and you need to like get these things, anything that like you can actually have appeal that you won't eat, it's at least like a barrier yeah um that like nothing's on it on the food and nothing's like seeping in that way versus like the food where it's like you're eating the Mm -hmm. like outside okay of it all right but the list that you post are gonna is gonna be way more detailed this is just like a quick like if today we don't have it up yet and you like go to the store that's just a good rule of thumb and then definitely like knowing more it's just educating yourself but don't just believe everything remember guys blog posts and websites that people or instagram accounts not everyone is scientifically source. based or a reliable source so you just have to There's like a lot of fake news out there <laughs> ah, it got political but again but <laughs> Uh, so moving on educate yourself um and give yourself grace have fun and let us know what your eating habits have been like what was what something that was your catalyst of changing um yeah what like what made you decide to like make a change in the way you're eating or if you have like a question for amanda you can please tweet us write in and we can answer those We'll have just like a, if we get enough, we can just have like a whole episode of answering nutrition crazy questions. Yes. That would be exciting. Or if there's things you want us to try, be like, does this work? I'll research it, but then we can maybe like try it. Yes. (laughs) Okay. And with that, bye. bye.